The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick It's your Wednesday, June 9th edition. Got 12 games slate on tap for you on a Wednesday. Three-day games, a three-game day slate as well. But we'll be focused on the 12-game main slate as usual. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. Some good offense. Uh, the the Reds and Giants kind of let us down a bit. Pitching was pretty much on point. Glass now is your GPP pitcher. As we talked about, Bueller just couldn't get strikeouts. Uh, the, they had a lot of two strike opportunities against Pittsburgh, just couldn't finish them off. So that's baseball in a nutshell, fun 15 game slate still wrapping up as we record right now. Um, if you need any help, I'm on Twitter at BD Intric or join us in the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat, get all the goodies there. Also, if you give a rate and review on iTunes for the podcast, MLB DFS quick hits, I would truly appreciate it. If you're playing PGA DFS, check out the always pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and DFS golf gods previewing the Palmetto championship. Also, for you season-long fantasy baseball players, check out Benched with Bubba. I have two episodes this week. Vlad Sedler recorded on Tuesday, and on Thursday, I'll have Big John Stud, MLB Moving Average. So check those out, and we'll get you going there. Like I said, 12-game slate. Let's get started. The totals on the slate. Dodgers-Pirates, total of nine. Mets-Orioles, nine. Astros-Red Sox, nine and a half. Brewers-Reds, nine and a half. Mariners-Tigers, eight and a half. Nats-Rays, eight. Yankees-Twins, eight. Jays, White Sox, eight and a half. Indians, Cardinals, eight. Royals, Angels, nine. So some better totals than we saw on Tuesday. And watch the weather. There's a couple little scattered areas, just like we saw on um, on Tuesday, where we, like most things got delayed a little bit and they played just fine. But you do have one in Cincinnati. Milwaukee, Cincinnati, looking about 60% to 65% chances of rain. So watch that one. There might be some – I don't know if it's a postponement risk as much as potential delayed risks. So watch the Milwaukee-Cincinnati game. All right, let's talk some pitching on this slate. We've got two guys over 10K. You got Garrett Cole, 11-2 at the Minnesota Twins. Cole coming off a, a bit of a downer, five innings, five hits, five earned, seven Ks. The strikeouts are there because the velocity is still there through 92 pitches. But uh, ever since they said they're going to crack down on the sticky stuff, and we know Cole is a sticky stuff guy, not just the suntan, uh, suntan lotion and pine tar stuff, the really sticky stuff, uh, he didn't look so good. So this is one of those that – if you want to go for it, you can. I think I'm going to pass and see what he has because I'm concerned. Even his press conference on Tuesday did not uh, speak volumes to what uh, what's going on there with Garrett Cole. So I'm going to save some cash, and I'm not going to ride the Cole train on Wednesday. 
Lance Lynn, 10-4 at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. I love Lance Lynn. He's got a 20-point machine, all but two starts this year, uh, basically 20 points or more. He's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, two earned runs or less and all but one start this season. Strikeouts have been there, six or more Ks in about three-quarters to 80% of his starts this year. But he gets the Jays. And it's a Jays team we know we, we respect the heck out of. Now, I mentioned it yesterday, Ray wrote Ray versus Rodon. Both guys could absolutely deal, and they both did. They were both fantastic, great tournament plays, very risky for a cash game, but they were phenomenal tournament plays, as we kind of discussed. You got Lance Lynn facing a, a Toronto team striking out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching over the last few weeks, hitting 291, though, with a 214 ISO and a 135 WRC+. plus. One of the best teams in all of baseball versus right-handed pitching. So if you want to pay for Lance Lynn, fine. It's very, very risky. I think he's a good tournament play. I have no problem with that because he does have that upside through the roof stuff for Lance Lynn. But it is a Toronto team that just can hit almost anybody. So 10-4 for Lynn. He's in play. Buyer beware type situation. Yeah, Alec Manoa at 97 going against the White Sox. Manoa coming off a, a rough one in his second start. Three and a third, four earned against the Miami Marlins after dealing against the Yankees. He's 9,700. He's going to come in virtually unowned, which is kind of intriguing. It is a White Sox team. It's very good. 241 average, 159 ISO, 111 WRC+. plus. <coughs> Excuse me. Over the last few weeks, first right, he's only striking out 22% of the time. Super risky for Manoa. Probably not going there. If I'm making 20 lineups, I might have him in like two. But otherwise, I'm going to kind of lay off there. Lynn versus Manoa, this could be a Rodon Ray situation all over again where they both just deal and where it's like GPP plays. But just know the risk is there. I'm much – I'd rather have Manoa than Lynn only because I like the Toronto offense more than the White Sox offense. Both extremely risky, though. Both very, very risky. Adam Wainwright, 9500 bucks could be quite appealing in this start. He's been very, very up and down against Cleveland Indians offense that went off on Carmart, as we expected. Um, and they're hitting 226 over the last – couple weeks with an 86 WRC plus you could go Wayno if you want still pricey at 95 this is a slate where you don't need to pay for pitching we can pay for bats we can leave money on the table as we look at this one a little more Tony Gonsolin 9100 bucks this is where things get real when you look at Tony Gonsolin he's been rehabbing he's been taking his time getting ready when we look at Tony Gonsolin's rehab starts I'm going to pull those up for us real quick uh, just to kind of get an idea I won't know how many pitches he threw by looking at this so we can get a game log Fangraphs now does uh, minor league game logs, which is pretty nice. So you, we can see the rehab starts, and even when guys get called up, we can kind of see things. So uh, Gonsolin made three rehab starts, and he threw three innings, three and two-thirds, three and two-thirds. That's not the end-all, be-all. He faced 16 batters his last time out. That kind of helps us a little bit. But he wasn't striking many guys out, only 2Ks, 4Ks, and 3Ks in his rehab starts. So there is a little concern there. It is the Pittsburgh Pirates, so you can pick on Pittsburgh, but just, just how much does Gonsolin have? They're going to want to be careful with him because they need him with all the injuries in that rotation. I can see Gonsolin at 91 if you want to get freaky in a tournament. I, I can definitely get there. This is one of the ones that I'm on board with. Like Manoa, Lynn, GPP plays, the upside's there. I'd probably rather Lynn just because I know they'll let him go 100 pitches where Manoa hasn't gone over 88. But Manoa's got serious strikeout stuff, and the White Sox will strike out a 22% clip as we talked about. So Manoa's interesting. He'll go unowned. You got Lynn, who we know the ceiling for Lynn. Usually a pretty good floor. Toronto's offense is very respectable, though. So Lynn's in play. It's just beware that it's, it, it could get rocky real quick. Gonsolin at 91, GPP only, super, super Swaha GPP play. Um, I'm going to pass on Zach Eflin. It's Philadelphia. Sure, you can go to it. But Eflin's been a little shaky over the last three or four starts. 
I'll pass on that. And Taiwan Walker at 8,600 bucks is where I might start things off. Got beat up by San Diego's last time out, but then he dealt against Atlanta at home. At Atlanta struggled, but he faced Baltimore. The team he's going to be facing on Wednesday night, seven innings, one run, and four Ks. If you can get the strikeouts going, we're in business. And I'm a big Baltimore fan. We know this. Stacked them again a few times on Tuesday. Very, very profitable for us. But they're striking out 26% of the time over the last few weeks, hitting 225, 94 WRC+. Plus. So the, their offense is getting better. It's been established. We've talked about it many times on the show. I'll probably still have some Baltimore action against Walker, no doubt about it. But on a slate where pitching is quite suspect as we're going through this, Walker at 86 is in play in this matchup. Uh, going down farther now, you got Griffin Canning, 8400 bucks against the Kansas City Royals. Royals are another offense I like. You can definitely go to Canning, though. Um, Canning is a guy that... You know, he's, he, if, he, if he's off, he's really, really off. But he's shown some big appeal. Uh, he struggled in his last start against Seattle, but then against Texas, six strong for 22 points. Struggled against Minnesota, great at Boston, solid against the Dodgers, uh, dynamite at Seattle. So we've seen some really good stuff. Basically 17 or more points in three of his last four starts. He, he's, he's had two blowups and three really, really good starts. And now he gets this Kansas City Royals team that's striking out 21% of the time versus right. He's hitting 259 with a 98 WRC+. Plus. So they're hitting the ball. At the same time, you're going to have to pick a, pick a spot here somewhere. And Griffin Canyon at 84 is in play on this slate. Uh, you can go to 80 of all against Houston if you want, but that Houston offense is clicking on all cylinders. I will pass. Shane McClanahan from Tribe McClanahan, 8200 bucks. I like him against the Washington Nationals. Um, the only thing we talk about it all the time, won't go more than five innings probably. He's going about – he went 79 pitches last time, which is nice, against the Yankees. So if we get, get 80-ish pitches, he might get to six if he runs pure. The strikeouts will be there. Even when he struggled last start against the Yankees, he struck out six. That's big because it's a Washington Nationals team that Glass now just torched for seven strong and 11 Ks. That was beautiful. McClanahan obviously isn't going that far in the game, as we have discussed, but it is a Nats team striking out 24.5% of the time versus lefties uh, with a 96 WRC plus, 132 ISO, 249 average over the last couple weeks. So McClanahan, he's in play at 82. Tournament only, though, because the longevity is a major issue. This slate... Not great for pitching, folks. We can save some cash, though. Now it gets fun. Um, Casey Mize, Casey Mize sitting there at $6,800 at home against the Seattle Mariners. This one stands out in a big, big way. Mize has 18 or more DK points in five straight starts. He's gone six or more in four or five. He's given up three run runs once, rest of them two run runs or less, and the strikeouts have been there six or more Ks in four straight starts. He's made pitch mix changes. We've been on him the last few times. Great spot here tonight for Casey Mize against the Seattle Mariners. The team is striking out 27% of the time for trying to pitching with a 200 average, 134 ISO, and a 73 WRC plus over the last few weeks. Casey Mize is one of the better pitchers to use on this slate, and he's $6,800. Another one you can look to target just for the savings alone, the lefty Tucker Davidson, $6,200 for the Atlanta Braves. He's made two spot starts, five and two-thirds, six innings, zero and three earned runs, and he's gotten you five Ks in both starts. He's put up 14 and 19.2. At 6200 bucks, very, very much in play against the Philadelphia Phillies offense is striking out over 28% of the time versus lefties over the last few weeks. They have a 111 WRC+, plus, a 255 average, and a 170 ISO, so they can hit lefties, but they're also striking out a ton. So we're talking about Tucker Davidson, who's 6200 bucks. Give up a few runs, get the strikeouts, get us maybe 15-plus points. We're in business. So a big fan of that one as well. Another one, this is a slate where we just can punt pitching, it looks like. Austin Gomber, 6K at the Miami Marlins. Sneakily, 
Gomber's been better at home than on the road more often than not. But since that blow up against the Giants, we have nine runs in any in, inning and two thirds. It's been 17.9, one He's given up no more. He's given up five runs once. The rest of it's two run runs or less in every single start. And the strikeouts have been there for Austin Gomber. He's 6,000 in pitcher-friendly Miami going up against this Marlins team that uh, strikes out a whopping 30.6% of the time versus lefties over the last few weeks, hitting 222 with a 74 WRC+. Like I like the way Aguilar's swinging it. I like the way Starling Marte's hitting it. Um, there's a lot to like with this Marlins team. But you get Austin Gomber at 6K, you can definitely uh, pinpoint that one as another punt on this slate. So right now, like you can go to Lance Lynn. I get it. Um, he's got a pretty good floor. Toronto offense is scary good, though. So keep that in mind with Lance Lynn at 10-4. Manoa tournaments only. He's going to be virtually unknown. If he strikes gold again, maybe he's co- a little more comfortable. Some of those home runs he gave up in Buffalo his last time out should not have left the ballpark. That's all I have to say. But uh, if you want to go Manoa at 97, he's a really strong tournament play. But uh, just be careful with both those two. Two really good offenses. We saw Ray and, uh, and uh, Rodon deal on Tuesday. Lynn and Manoa could do the same thing for you. On Wednesday, at the same time, no one would be shocked if either of offenses went off. So they're both in play. Taiwan Walker at 86 and Griffin Canyon at 84. Both nice tournament plays. Canyon may be a little more cash viable as well, but both in play for you there. You can go Shane McClanahan at 82 if you want, but the more you look at some of this value pitching, when we know McClanahan's only going five, maybe six if you get lucky, probably going around 75 to 85 pitches. So there's a, there's a cap on what McClanahan's doing. He's got to be super efficient and rack up those Ks. It was nice when he was like the 6K guy. Now he's 82. You can save cash. I love Casey Mize at 68 versus Seattle. as a phenomenal play. Tucker Davidson's a good tournament play against uh, Atlanta or at Philadelphia at 62. And then Gomber at 6K. Those three plays are very, very strong. Casey Mize is probably my favorite pitcher price uh, point per dollar based on this slate. I love Casey Mize on this slate. Hope it doesn't burn me. But like I, I could see myself going Mize Davidson, Mize Gomber. Um, you can sprinkle in some of the cannings and walkers with Lindsay Manoa. That's where I'm focusing on, but Mize would be my main target on the mound in this slate. All right, let's talk the bats on this slate. Catcher's position. You can keep riding Salvi Perez if you want. He's 5,500. No problem with that at all. Um, JT Real Muto, he went deep on Tuesday. If you're not using Tucker Davidson, you've got JT versus a lefty at 5K. That's a really, really good look for you as well. A few others here. Uh, Gary Sanchez versus Dobnak. We're going to want to target Dobnak. A lot of pitch to contact there. In tournaments, though, for Sanchez at 44, he's not cash game viable. Uh, Omar Narvaez, if that game does play in Cincinnati against Gutierrez, he's 4K. Nice little value for you there. You can keep riding the Eric Koss train. He went deep again on Tuesday night for his, I believe, seventh of the year now. He's 3,800 versus Flexen. Detroit will be in my mentions again in the stack because uh, Flexen I will continue to target quite a bit. And I'll continue to target Patrick Corbin. So Zunino in tournaments only at 37, very, very much in play for you as well. So lots of catchers you can you can pick on certain guys with um, you know Alfaro versus Gomber if you want to I'd rather just pay up to uh, to um, Zunino if you can in that in that regard otherwise maybe a Max Stassi versus Brad Keller at three K that's a really good look Stassi's heating up now he's come back from the IL so you can go that route Austin Hedges is only twenty five versus Wainwright with Cleveland if you want to go there so some nice values to be had at the catcher's position. First base, Shohei Otani went deep on Tuesday. Guys, a great matchup versus Brad Keller. He's 59. Very expensive, but very good. Pete Alonzo double-donged on Tuesday. He's 58 versus Matt Harvey. Alonzo's been heating up. We've been talking about it on the show. Came back from the IL, slowly getting going. 
The Mets versus Harvey, a very nice spot there. So Alonzo at 58 uh, in play for you indeed. Some cheaper options, though, if you want to get them. Uh, Dom Smith's not cheaper, but he's 52 versus Matt Harvey. If you're stacking the Mets, they're expensive. But we got cheap pitchers, boys and girls, so nobody cares. Dom Smith at 52 is is very, very much in play. Um, Reese Hoskins at 47 if you're stacking Philadelphia. I like that. Uh, Jesus Aguilar, if you're not using Gomber, Jesus at 45. I'm on board with that as well. And then Yuli Gurriel at 44. I'll go back to the Houston well. Eovaldi, I respect very, very much. But these Houston bats are just straight fuego right now. And they are that talented. You just kind of keep riding that train till it derails completely. They might have an off game here or there, but I guarantee you just keep playing them while they're hot. More often than not, you're cashing. So just stick with these guys. It's like almost it's almost like when the Chiefs are clicking and the NFL is. I, I made a rule. We talked about it on the uh, DFS shows last year. I, I, if I made three lineups, at least one had a Chiefs stack every time. That was just how it worked because they rolled. Right now, at this point in time, Houston's that team where they're just they're clicking on all cylinders, and Gurriel at 44 is a nice cheaper piece of that pie. Uh, if you're stacking up the Angels, we talked about Otani already. Jared Walsh is 41, a little bit cheaper. He's 1,800 cheaper than Shohei, so that's pretty nice there. Uh, Mountcastle, he got a knock, only one knock, I believe, on Tuesday, but 3,800 if you're going back to the Baltimore well. He's a nice affordable piece of the pie. I kind of want to have a little Minnesota exposure. If I think Cole is really having issues without that sticky stuff, we saw him give up five runs we mentioned the last time out. I kind of want a little Minnesota exposure. I'm not going all in, but Kirilov at 37 is a nice cheap piece if you want to go there. Dan Vogelbach only 35 if you're stacking Milwaukee versus Gutierrez. He's a very nice value. Um, Miguel Sano could be a nice piece of Minnesota at 34 because all you're looking for is the home runs versus Cole. It's all you want. And so uh, a guy like Sano at 34, he could be worth a, a play as well. Uh, a few other ones when going cheaper. Yandy Diaz, first base, third base is only 3K versus Patrick Corbin. He's a nice punt play for you there. And then I will mention him. Uh, Bobby Bradley's up to 2,100 now. First Wayne, right? He, he hit fifth on uh, Tuesday, so he'll probably be hitting fifth or sixth on Wednesday. He's 2,100. He's dirt cheap. Very good GPP punt uh, and a part of your Cleveland stacks. Very affordable play. Second base, you got Whit Merrifield always in play. Like I just, um, He's always a cash game play, tournament play. More cash game than tournament unless you're stacking, but I'm always a big Whit fan just for what he can bring. So he can steal bags. He can do it all. Cash game goodness uh jose altuve at 51 uh J- jazz chisholm at 49 i'll take jose altuve in that matchup but chisholm's still in play uh cesar hernandez at 47 really good price tag on cesar leading off against wayno so give him a look uh chris taylor went deep on tuesday he's 46 second base outfield versus uh tyler anderson of, of uh, pittsburgh so taylor at 46 does love hitting him some lefties so keep an eye on that one tommy edmund st louis should be in play on uh, Wednesday facing Mejia and then some Cleveland bullpen. So Edmund at 44 is a really good price tag. Usually he's priced up a little higher. I love the price tag on Ozzy Albies on Tuesday. We mentioned it against Nola. We kind of respected Nola, so it's kind of yeah, still a good value. We talked about it on the show. He's the same price for Zach Eflin. Like Eflin's a good pitcher, but he's scuffling big time. Albies is one of the hottest second basemen in all of baseball. He's 4100 bucks versus uh, Eflin. That's a really really good value for Ozzy Albies. So don't uh, don't mention that one at all. Um, yep, Haas and Stasi. Oh, Stasi just hit a dong. Outstanding metal alloy. Thank you. He's in the chat. We were just talking about Stasi hit playing well and he went deep. So beautiful thing there. Uh, back to the second baseman here, though. Again, if you're if you're building a Minnesota, like I do 20 lineups, maybe one or two Minnesota stacks. I got like Polanco at 4K and maybe not like big stacks, like three man stacks or something, just to get some exposure in case they do the dirty. Uh, Jonathan India is only 37 leading off versus Tyler Anderson. Really good price tag we talked about there. 
Uh, Brad Miller, he probably won't get the start versus the lefty, so we won't go there. If Arroyo's still playing for Boston. He's 31. I will keep targeting Odorizzi. Ever since he came back from the IL, he's not good right now. So Arroyo at 31 is a good look. Brendan Rodgers versus Garrett for Miami. We can definitely use some Colorado. I, I don't like using the Road Rockies, but I got like Brendan Rodgers versus the lefty at 3K is, is a nice little value for you. Then other than that, you're going to want to check your lineups. Like if you want to go Ruggie Odor, in a tournament at 28. Pat Vilek is starting to heat up. We used him a lot last year. He's 2,700 if you need to go there in a weird um, Minnesota stack. If Keen Wong gets to start for the Angels, he's 25. Second base outfit eligible versus Keller. That's a nice value for you. So a couple to look at and, uh, and watch the lineups. I mean, Shed Long is back in, but we love Casey Mize, so sorry, Shed. Uh, third base position, Rafael Devers is a great place, 5,900. But again, we don't care about prices tonight because we have three guys in the 6K range that I have no problem using. Like, I'm just really ready to go to the mat in that scenario. So don't worry about the price on Devers. 59, great play versus Rizzi. You could use Bregman in a stack. Between the two, I'd take Devers all day long on this slate. Uh, Johnny VR is back. He's 53, which stings. I'd rather, I'd 100% rather have Jose Ramirez at 52 who had a monster night. I know it's Wainwright versus Harvey. Big difference, but still, give me J-Ram, who is swinging the hotter bat uh, at 5200 bucks. I still want Devers out of these 5K guys, but Ramirez at 52 is a very good play as he continues to just crush things. wayno has been good, but can be exposed, especially versus left-handed bats. So J-Ram at 52, good look for you there. You know, Austin Riley in an Atlanta stack is 45. Eugenio Suarez versus the lefty in Great American Small Park. That used to be an automatic play, folks. Let's get back on that train. Eugenio Suarez at 43, really good GPP play. Look for him to go deep on, if that game plays, got to watch that, but look for him to, to go deep for you on Wednesday. 100 Dozier is always worth the value at 34. Yandy Diaz at 3K, as we talked about already, are some of the third base targets to uh, definitely consider. Shortstop, you got the X-Man. Yeah, Boston. This Boston-Houston game, I might stack the whole thing up, but I prefer the Boston stack for Soda Rizzi. Houston's still very live, as we talked about. Bogarts at 58 uh, is very much in play. Turner at 57 is interesting versus McClanahan in that Tampa Bay bullpen, but give me Bogarts at 58 between those two. Uh, Carlos Correa went deep again on Tuesday. Correa looks like the guy we've been waiting to stay healthy and just crush, and he's doing it right now. He's 5K, really, really strong play again. Like at that point, I'd almost take Correa over Xander just for the $800 savings. But if you're stacking Boston, obviously you're putting Bogarts in there. That's just how it's going to go. Uh, Garrett Hampson at 48. Like I love Brendan Rodgers at his 3,100. Hampson's still a great play, but you got to be stacking Colorado to pay that much for Hampson when you got Chisholm at 49, you got Correa at 5K, and you got freaking Francisco Lindor against Matt Harvey at 4,700 bucks. You're not paying 48 for Garrett Hampson. I don't care what he does on Wednesday, he can go four for four or three dongs. You're just not paying for that. You're paying for Lindor at 47. You're paying for Cray at five. That's just what you're doing on this slate. Uh, Glaber Torres at 43, good tournament play. Uh, Willie Adamas at 42, not bad either. I like Torres a little more than Adamas, but both quite intriguing options for you there. Freddie Galvis, I think he had three more hits for you on Tuesday. He's 38, first walker, so he's a good good look for you there. Ahmed Rosario put up like close to 20 points, if not more. Uh, he's 3,500, good piece of the Cleveland stack. He was hitting second, I believe, on Tuesday night. So you can go Cesar Hernandez, Rosario, J-Ram set up for you there, and then keep going if you want to go deeper. But that's a good little one, two, three to get the party started. Uh, I mentioned Brendan Rodgers. He's sitting there at 3K, really solid for you. Nico Goodrum's only 3K versus Flexen. That's a good value for you as well. Yeah, guys, like, like Walls. He's cheap. Maybe no, he won't get the start, so we don't even worry about that. Um, yeah, Walls is probably the cheapest for now unless we see something come out in lineups. All right, outfield, it's loaded, as always. 12-game slate. Acuna, 
monster night. Went deep, doubled, scored runs. This is why you pay for Acuna whenever you can. He's sixty one hundred bucks. Doesn't matter who he faces. Best player in baseball. Like four to five days a week, he's probably getting your double digits points. He's he is the new Mike Trout without Mike Trout right now. That's just how it's going. Uh, we like Shohei. We talked about that. Meadows versus the lefty. Still in play if you're stacking Tampa Bay. Otherwise, if you're paying this much, you're paying for Acuna. That's just what you're doing on this slate. Um, a Rose Rain at 55 versus Corbin, I like, but I'd almost rather pay 54 for Soto versus McClanahan and then the bullpen. Soto can hit lefties. Don't panic there. If you're stacking Milwaukee, Christian Yellick at 53 is good. I would not one-off him. I would stack him, though. I'd rather pay 100 more for Soto or maybe even 100 less for Dom Smith versus Matt Harvey than go all the way up to uh, to Yellick at 53 by himself. Um, going below that, though, like Mookie Betts at 5K. He had a nice night on Tuesday. Love Starling Marte. I keep talking about it. He stole another bag, had another productive evening. And if you're not using Gomber, Marte at 49 is a very strong play. Uh, Jesse Winker's up to 47. Don't mind him versus the lefty. Not as like not as in love. Obviously, he does struggle a bit versus lefties, but he's hitting everything right now. I'd rather probably have Brett, Bryce Harper, who went deep on Tuesday at 47, but both very much in play. I mentioned Chris Taylor at 46. Uh, Nick Castellanos versus lefty, though, at 45 is very, very good. So I will be going back to the Cincinnati well. Call me a sucker. Call me whatever you want, but another great matchup in a great hitter's ballpark. Just hope the rain. Like part of me wants it to kind of rain to scare people off to even lower the ownership more. At the same time, I hope the rain doesn't happen so we actually get to play the game. Catch 22 type stuff there. But uh, Casty at 45, really good look there versus Anderson. Mentioned Tommy Edmund at 44. It's a really good price tag. Uh, stand at 44 in a tournament. I like versus Dobnak just for the uh, double dong upside chance. Kevin PR at 43 if you're stacking New York. No problem there. Cedric Mullins, another monster game on Tuesday. He's 4200 bucks. Very much in play versus Taiwan Walker. Not a problem with that at all. Uh, Tyler O'Neill at only 41 versus Mejia. That's a nice little value in a tournament. Uh, I mentioned Kutch at 41 versus the lefty. I'll be on board there. I don't know what the hell they were doing having him bat six. I was not a fan of that. That really kind of bummed me out. Uh, Benintendi at 41. Nice value. Evisel Garcia went deep again on Tuesday when Gray left. They brought Doodle in, so he got a lefty. Boom goes the dynamite. He's 4K for you. Uh, Justin Upton leading off at 4K. Really good value there for Jay Up. I like that a lot. A 4K versus Keller is not a good pitcher. So 4K for ups, good. Mentioned Mountcastle at 38. You got Haas at 38. Um, Brantley's back. He he came back on Tuesday. He's 37. He had a couple of knocks, including a double on Tuesday. So Brantley at 37 with a nice value. You got Eddie Rosario hitting cleanup for Cleveland at 36. So if you're stacking Cleveland, a good play. Otherwise, you play Kyle Tucker at 36 versus Evaldi. Somehow Tucker stays as cheap. No idea how, but Tucker at 36, an outstanding price tag. Dylan Carlson at 35 is good. Give me Tucker all day, but Carlson's good if you're stacking, but give me Tucker in that scenario. Santander had a big game. He went deep on Tuesday. He's 36. So, yes, I will have Baltimore exposure. I do like some some Taiwan Walker, but I will have Baltimore exposure. There is zero hiding that that scenario. Uh, Robbie Grossman had a nice Tuesday. He's 34, part of your Detroit stacks. Nice value, very nice value leading off versus Flexen. Josh Naylor at 33 if you're stacking Cleveland. He's a good value. If you want to be really weird, Jake Lamb's 32 versus Manoa, but we saw Manoa give up three bombs in his last start. Jake Lamb is actually hitting kind of decent. It's scary. Uh, Jorge Soler at 32 if you're stacking Kansas City. A.J. Pollock's 31 versus the lefty Anderson. He does like hitting his lefties, so keep Pollock in mind. You got D.J. Stewart at 3K. Uh, mentioned Nico Goodrum already at 3K. Brian Reynolds is only 2,900. He, I believe he went deep on Tuesday, so Reynolds at 29 is a good one for you. Margot against the lefty. He was 31 and let off yesterday. I told you how much I loved him. Let off with a homer. Now he gets Patrick Corbin, probably leading off again, and he's only 2,900. Play more Manny Margot. I'm like I'm not guaranteeing he's going to go deep. But he puts up great at-bats versus lefties. 
I actually kind of think Lester's better than Corbin right now, which is scary to say. So Margot at 29 is a very, very good value in that matchup. Other than that, though, Harold Ramirez is only 2700 bucks versus Wainwright. It's a very nice value for Cleveland if you're stacking him up. He was cheap on Tuesday, cheap again. Edward Olivares is only 2700 another nice value for Kansas City. Um, but check your lineups. There will be tons more that comes out as we see the goods. Recapping your pitchers, you got Lynn at 10-4, Manoa at 97. Both in play. Tournaments only for me on those two. Give me Lynn over Manoa just because I know Lynn can go 100-plus pitches. Not sure if Toronto's going to let Manoa do it yet. We haven't seen it. So just keep that in mind. Um, I don't mind Taiwan Walker at 86, but Griffin Cannon at 84. I'm a big fan of that over Taiwan Walker, but both both are in play for sure. And then when you're looking at value, Casey Mai is probably my favorite pitcher points per dollar on this slate at 6,800 bucks. He's been outstanding. He gets a phenomenal matchup versus Seattle. You got Tucker Davidson at 62, a good tournament play. Then Austin Gomber at 6K. So three guys in the 6K range I absolutely love on this slate. If you're stacking things up, you could look to Atlanta to stay hot if you'd like. But give me give me a game stack in New York. Baltimore prefer the – I kind of prefer the Baltimore side, even though I like Walker. But the Mets versus Harvey's not bad either. But I love this Baltimore bats, the way they're swinging it. Really big fan of uh, the Milwaukee-Cincinnati game, uh, especially the Cincinnati side versus Anderson. Like that quite a bit, but both sides are in play. But give me that Cincinnati side. One of my favorite stacks, but you got to watch the weather, like 65% chance to rain there. So that's a bummer. Houston-Boston is a very big game. Give me Boston against Odorizzi all day long, but don't sleep on the Houston bats for Stady Evaldi. So you got those two going for you in that matchup. A few others, Detroit versus Flexen, like that a lot, and they always come in low-owned. Um, you got Cleveland versus Wayno if you want to, but St. Louis versus Mejia is very, very good. So a little both actions in those games as well. But right now, since he's my favorite one, we got to watch out there. Otherwise, it's Boston by Baltimore and a few others. So going to be a fun one, fun 12-game slate to get things going for you on a Wednesday. If you have any questions, again, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. Come join me in the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. Also, if you're into PGA DFS, go check out the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast where myself and DFS Golf Gods previewed the Palmetto Championship. Your season-long fantasy baseball stuff's over at Benched with Bubba. I got Vlad Sedler on Tuesday, and then we have on Thursday Big John Stud. MLB moving average to get things going for you on Thursday. So lots of good stuff there. Give a rate and review on iTunes. We truly appreciate it. But for now, good luck on your Wednesday, 12-game slate. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, June 9th edition. I'm out. (laughs) 